You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone, Football Dude's Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave, I'm Casey, and it's time to talk a little fantasy. Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. Oh, man. And New York, New York, it's a hell of a town. Last week it was Jet fan. This week it's Giant fan and Brown fan, for that matter. We'll dive a little deeper into that in the trend zone. So make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of that sweet, sweet football dude's goodness. But, Dave, let's go to the three strikes pool, brother. How'd you do? Woo! Well... Some would say I was a fool for making the pick that I made <clears throat> as the Giants were down 40 to nothing after week one and down 60 to nothing <laughs> after six quarters. And I was already making up my consolation speech, how I <laughs> foolishly took my first strike when the Giants came alive and unbelievably bailed me out, got that win over Arizona. They were trailing Arizona 20 to nothing. Is Cardinals are so thing. bad at tanking. They don't even know how to tank well. <laughs> they you know, they're like getting there. To save my ass. <laughs> yeah, just in the nick of time. Well, I went with what I thought would be an easy one, and it was the Niners over the Rams, and that was a pretty close game for a while. But the Niners got it done there at uh, Levi's South. Lots of red, a sea of red, if you will, at the SoFi. Man, not cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing about LA. A lot of fans from a lot of towns and. A lot of Niners were in the building. Yeah, a short little roadie down from the Bay Area. <laughs> well, the most popular correct pick were the Buffalo Bills over the Las Vegas Raiders. And the most popular incorrect pick was Detroit over Seattle. Ouch. Yep. And Casey, heading into next week, the most popular pick is those 49ers heading to New York to play the Giants. That is... 23 and a half percent of the folks out there are selecting that. So we'll see if that one uh, is appealing to you or me. Well, it won't be appealing to me because I used the Niners last week, but jump ah. right on there. Yeah. For uh, me, I'm, I'm going to go ahead this, this upcoming week. I'm leaning towards, although not a commitment yet, but I'm leaning towards your Cowboys <laughs> over those Cardinals, which the, they helped me out last week. They just got to <laughs> give me one more solid for this week. You know, as high as the Cowboys are riding, it would make total NFL sense for them to blow yeah. this game against the Cardinals. That is the NFL, but I have faith in my Cowboys. Right now, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs over the Bears. So yeah, we'll see as it gets a little bit closer, but I'm feeling good about that one. All right, Dave, it's time for our go-back starts of the week. This is a move that when you were coaching up your fantasy squad, if you could have played someone else that might have propelled you to the win. Who would you have changed, and would it have gotten you the dub? Yeah, it would have been a double switch, Casey. Um, little did I know that Chubby was going to get uh, mm. so crushed in that hit. That was brutal. Down by the goal line there. So he only got me a 6.4. I have Mostert, Mostert rather for the Dolphins. He got a 24-7. That would have been plus 18-3 for me. Also, if I'd have thrown in Terry McLaurin uh, over Michael Thomas, that would have given me another 5.9, a total of 24.2, which would have taken me my – from my third place, still a podium finish, but it would have taken me up into second. Looking up at the greatness 
of the foul boys, mind you. But at least I would have been a little richer doing it. Yeah, a little more cash for that silver than the bronze. But hey, you still cashed. And that's a that's good right. thing. You got to stack some of those. Dave, I could have started Geno Smith over Patrick Mahomes. Right? What you you for, you didn't do? What's wrong with you, Casey? I know some people might call me an idiot for that one, and that would have gained me an extra one point nine two points. And had I done that, I would have beaten the Green Bud Packers one hundred seventy two point twelve to ninety one oh six. But I didn't, so I had to settle for the one seventy one point two to ninety one point oh six victory. Very competitive battle yeah. there. Very competitive. <laughs> Real you close. to dominate here, Casey. Dominating early with your foul boys. I know. Hopefully they can keep it going, baby. You'd like to see it and get those caches early, but I need longevity. Can this yeah. team stay healthy? We shall see. Hopefully so. All right, Dave. Speaking of domination, it is now time for total fantasy domination. Give me a quarterback. How about Kirk Cousins? He plays for the Green Bud Packers in our league, and he had 364 yards, four TDs, passing just one fumble loss in an unfortunate loss last week as Ugh. the team drops to 0-2, hosting my 0-2 Chargers next week. But that's but I digress. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get into that in the trend zone tomorrow, so come back for that one. And, Dave, you don't get to 171-plus points without running backs dominating. My guy, yeah. Brian Robinson, actually had him in because Aaron Jones was unhealthy, and all he did was go 87 yards, two rush TDs, 42 receiving yards, and a two-point conversion. That is sweet, dude. How about at receiver Keenan Allen for my lightning strikes <laughs> and the Chargers? 111 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Keenan in the losing effort, unfortunately. Brutal. And TJ Hawkinson, baby. Bolt action. The other Hewitt-led team for those Minnesota Vikings, don't you know? 66 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns wasn't enough to beat those stupid Eagles on Thursday night. All right, Dave, here's it for the people. We run our league through NFL.com. 12-team league, no PPR, no flex, three wide receivers, two running backs, six points for a touchdown for the quarterback, as it should be, but only five bench spots. That makes Ooh. things tough. Tough decision. Good talent gets released weekly, churning the bottom of those rosters. Man, you hate it, but you love it at the same yeah. time. You hate it when you have to let go of somebody <laughs> just to fill in that tight end or defense or kicker. Ugh. Casey, Speaking of the waivers, our waivers is moved to last after claim never reset. So the way that works is after a successful waiver claim, teams are moved to the lowest priority for the next week. But if you decide not to take a player in a given week, then your waiver position goes up week to week. So there's value in not taking a player through waivers, waiting through free agency if it's not as important to you. That way your waiver position is much higher for when you truly need it. Do you ever think about being the commissioner of a league, Dave? Well, Casey, as a matter of fact, I am said commissioner. The commish in the house. All right, let's get it going with the glamour boys at the quarterback position. Who are you looking at picking up, Dave? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, this is uh, one that I like here. Russell Wilson with the offensive wizardry of a Sean Payton guiding him. He's going to be heading to Miami. They've given up a lot of 
uh, passing yards. And uh, Russell ended up getting 321 yards and two TDs uh, versus Washington last week. One very fortunate one at the end. But unfortunately for Russell Wilson and Bronco fans, there was no two-pointer associated with it. Yeah, knock it down, stupid commandos back there. Yeah, hello. Dummies. It's just the games on the line. It's all good. Dave, how about my guy, Baker Mayfield, shake and bake, hosting those dirty eagles on the season. Baker, 490 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, man. And um, hit Mike Evans last week, balling out. That connection's getting pretty hot. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and look at running backs. Unfortunately, a couple brutal injuries to some RB1s. Um, Saquon Barkley gets hurt last week. He may or may not play. If you ask Brian Dayball, I think he's not playing. David Montgomery, but at least those guys are only going to miss one to two to three weeks. Unfortunately, Cleveland's Nick Chubb will miss the remainder of the season. That was so brutal, dude. That's correct, Casey, and it is brutal because it's more brutal in particular because my team, of course, had Nick Chubb, so I will be missing that personally, but I do have a pretty good uh, backup plan. How about bringing in Jerome Ford, the dude uh, who played pretty well? Uh, it was along with Chubb, but now he's obviously going to be driving driving the Ford, so to speak, uh, 106 yards, 6.6 yards a carry, so hello, that's pretty awesome. Uh, now let's just see if he can continue to have that kind of productivity. Also, Casey mentioning uh, Eckler has, has got some indefinite ankle issue for the Chargers. Yeah. We we mentioned last week, and if you listened, you picked up Joshua Kelly, and you're sitting pretty with Kelly for a couple more weeks as the lead back there. Yeah, dude, and this guy managed to float another week. Kieran Williams for the Rams, man. He had a great week last week. Hit pay dirt a couple of times. But if you're a Giant fan, I know it's a terrible matchup this week against those 49ers. But Matt Breida, if you're looking for the seasoned vet, depends who Dave will trust there. But rookie Eric Gray, maybe an extended role, can really show what he's capable of. Very versatile in the pass game as well. This guy was completely explosive last year at Oklahoma. So maybe uh, the Saquon injury gets him a few more touches. Yeah. All right, Dave, let's take a look at the wide receivers. What you got? All right, well, if you're uh, sticking with me and going with Russ at quarterback, you might as well stack him with either Brandon Johnson, who had 66 yards and two scores last week, or Marvin Mims, uh, the sensation with 113 yards and a TD. So um seemed like they had a ton of receivers there, cycled some new dudes in, and these guys are hitting on all cylinders, both guys available as well. That's right. All right, I'm going to look at Jaden Reed for those Green Bay Packers. It's a tough matchup again versus the Saints, who I don't think have given up a touchdown yet this season, but 85 Ooh. yards and two TDs last week. And if you're too worried about that matchup, how about uh, the Houston Texans' Tank Dell at Jacksonville? He had 106 yards and a TD last week versus Stout Colts defense, so that might be your play there if you need someone to – jump in there in case of injury all right dave what about tight end yeah casey chicago's cole Komet, former domer uh he's going to kansas city good news he's already got 13 targets on the season bad news justin field's not very good at throwing footballs <laughs> it's a risk reward scenario <laughs> he's gonna have to throw a lot of them too against those chiefs oh man <laughs> that'll be playing catch up and how about my guy, Jake Ferguson, man? Lots of mouths to feed on this 
Dallas offense, but he did get a touchdown last week and already on the season, seven red zone targets. Him and Dak are just a little bit off the monsoon week one. Um, got a couple shots last week. So maybe this is the week that Fergie starts getting Fergalicious on it. All right, Dave, let's talk about kickers. <laughs> just kidding. Now with kickers, let's take a look at defenses. Yeah, about Kansas City hosting uh, the Chicago Bears, as long as they can contain Justin Fields. Oh, wait, they've got Chris Jones back in the mix. Check. It's taken care of. He'll be sacking uh, the quarterback extensively there in that game. So look for the Chiefs to uh, pick up sacks and turnovers against the Bears team. Yeah, dude. And how about these Pittsburgh Steelers? They are on the road at Las Vegas, but it'll sound like a home game for the Steelers, as every game does. And they were insane on Monday night, two yeah. scores, a handful of sacks. They were brutal, man. That was the steel curtain. That was a fun game to watch. And uh, yeah. those Steelers were damn impressive. Definitely, man. Awesome. Hey, you guys have questions? Because if you do, we have answers. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, Football Dudes LA, or do your little Tuesdays clickety clackety and hit us up at footballdudesla at gmail.com. And Make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone podcast because each and every week of the NFL season, we talk the top trending stories and preview all of the games in the NFL. That's the Trend Zone, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Or just head on over to footballdudes.com, and we'll help you dominate your fantasy league. We've got all the good stuff over there at footballdudes.com. All right. Thanks for hanging out. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. And we are out of. Where are we out of, Dave? Out of here. See ya.